Hello friends and welcome back to Movies, Munchies, and Moscato. My name is Rhonda and this week is a special solo edition of our podcast. If you are someone who loves movies, television, and wine, this is the podcast for you. So if any of those things interest you, please stick around and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And now it's time for movie news, reviews, and pulp culture discussion. First up, Florence Pugh, Julia Garner, and Alexa Demi, who is from uh, HBO Max's Euphoria, are all in the running to play Madonna in her upcoming biopic. Apparently, Madonna is putting all of these three ladies through their paces, singing, dancing, acting. She wants to make sure she finds the best version of herself. So all of these ladies are in the running. Um, personally, I'm leaning more toward um, Florence Pugh. Um, you know, she was most recently in the Black Widow movie, as well as had um, a bit part in the Hawkeye series on Disney Plus. So I think she'd be excellent. Now, I, you know, I love Julia Garner from, um, oh my gosh, I'm having a brain freeze. Um, that show I love, oh, Ozark, I'm sorry. I love Julia Garner and Ozark, as well as Inventing Anna. She has the right look, but I, I do think Florence Hu would probably really do the, grittier parts of the Madonna story better. So um, I'm rooting for her to do it. Um, next, um, I Am Legend um, has a sequel in the works starring Will Smith again, as well as Michael B. Jordan signing on for a part. Don't know what he'll play yet, but I am very excited that, you know, after all these years, I want to say it's been 15, 20, something like that, that this sequel is actually going to happen. So looking forward to that. Sarah Hyland, Jamila Hill, and Adam Devine have all joined the Pitch Perfect TV series. Now, this will take place several years after the movies, and we'll see Adam's character Bumper move to Germany after one of his songs becomes a big hit out there. As most of you know, I'm a big fan, big fan of the Pitch Perfect movies, and I really did like Adam's character Bumper, so I am definitely on board to check this out once it comes. Hopefully they do it justice. Um, Pamela Anderson um, has signed on with Netflix to do a documentary to tell her own story in her own words. Um, apparently, she felt after the whole Pam and Tommy show on Hulu that she just really wanted to get her um, story out herself, since that was mainly the only um, person who got any input there was um, Tommy on that series. So I actually kind of curious to see what she will say. Next, we have Ariana DeBose um, from... West Side Story. She is set to play Calypso in Craven the Hunter alongside Aaron Taylor Johnson. This, of course, we spoke about a few weeks ago, but this is a new Marvel movie based off, you know, another comic book of the Marvel series called Craven the Hunter. So, love her. Love Aaron Taylor Johnson. Um, so, looking forward to see what comes of that movie. And then finally, Vikings Valhalla, which just premiered a week ago, has already been renewed for seasons two and three on Netflix. So, apparently... It's doing quite well, so if that's something that you guys are into, let us know how it's working out. Movies and TV shows out this week. First, we have The Adam Project. This is a movie on Netflix and stars Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Garner, and Mark Ruffalo. So after accidentally crash landing in 2022, time-traveling fighter pilot Adam Reed teams up with his 12-year-old self for a mission to save the future. This looks so good to me. I am on board to watch this. I'm over the weekend, love Ryan Reynolds and everything, so <laughs> I'm definitely on board with this. Um, next is The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. This is a series on Apple TV and stars Samuel L. Jackson and Walton Goggins of the series Justified. 
So polygamy gray is 91. He's on the brink of sinking into dementia, but he experiences a seismic shift when given the opportunity to briefly regain his memories. He uses this fleeting lucidity to solve his nephew's death and comes to terms with his past. I did watch the trailer on this. This looks really good. Again, Samuel Jackson is one of my favorite actors. So I will definitely check this out on Apple. Then we have Turning Red. This is an animated movie on Disney Plus and it has the voices of Rosalie Chiang, Sandra Oh, and Matt Ray Ramakrishna. I'm sorry I'm butchering her name there, but she is from, you know, one of my favorite shows over the pandemic, which was um, Never Have I Ever. If you guys haven't checked that out yet. Um, so Mei Li is a 13-year-old girl who is torn between being her mother's obedient daughter and the chaos of her youth. As if that were not enough, when she gets too excited, she turns into a big red panda. Um, I also saw this trailer months ago, and it does look like a very cute movie. Um, what stood out to me in the trailer, of course, is that used, they used NSYNC song, It's Gonna Be Me, for some reason. But hey, it drew my attention. It had a very 90s vibe to this animated show, so um, I think it looks very cute. Um, maybe I'll check it out. Um, not for sure, but it does look to me worth um, looking at. Then we have Bust Down. This is a new series on Peacock and stars Langston Kerman, Chris Redd, Sam Jay, and Jack Knight. This is a new edgy comedy about four friends working at the Diamondback Casino in Gary, Indiana, as they navigate obstacles and opportunities in and out of the workplace, including bosses who vi violate boundaries, climbing a very short corporate ladder, and witnessing domestic disputes. This series follows all three of them as they li live these dead-end working jobs in middle America in an exploration of what happens when all of the answers to life problems are bad ones. So I haven't seen any type of commercial on this or trailer, um, but Peacock lately has been putting out some good quality stuff. So if anybody out there checks this out, please drop us a note and let us know how this series is. And then finally, um, what I was most looking forward to and have for the last 10 months is the new season of Upload. This is the series on Amazon and stars Robbie Amell and Andy Allo. Um, so a man is able to choose his own afterlife after his untimely death. It ended on such a cliffhanging note that I am so excited to watch what becomes of these people in, the, in this afterlife that they created. <laughs> So I am very on board. I will definitely be talking about this as something I watched for the week. So stay tuned for that. What we have been watching this week, or in this case, it is just me. But um, so I watched that new series on Netflix called Pieces of Her that stars Tony Collette and Bella Heathcote. I really did like this series. It did have a lot of slow moving um, parts and areas. Um, but I think eight episodes was, it was a good amount. Could it probably have done it in six? Yes. But I did like kind of like the slow burn of it. Um, love Tony Collette. This was a very different role for her. And it wasn't like this, like, wow, surprising, like thing that you find out about, you know, the mom's past, but I thought it was still a very good story and it was a very, it didn't go where I thought it was going to go. So that made it very interesting in the end because I never did read the book this is based on. So it made it very interesting in the end to see exactly where um, the show took us. Um, I have to admit, though, the daughter, played by Bella Heathcote, a lot of the times she bugged me because she didn't make what I thought were just, I don't know, smart decisions. Like, you're not stupid, yet sometimes they portrayed her that way. 
And so that kind of got on my nerves a little bit. But overall, the series is definitely worth worth um, worth a watch. Um, I'd probably give this about three and a half wine corks. Um, like I said, I got through it over the weekend fairly quickly. Um, and I, I did think it was good. It left you kind of on a um, a note where it could go on if it wants to. But I don't. I know it was just one book. So I can see if it doesn't get a second season, it makes sense. It still ended in a way where I felt enough closure where it didn't bother me. The other thing I watched was this movie on Netflix called The Weekend Away. Now, this stars um, Leighton Meester um, and her and her girlfriend uh, meet up in, um, I want to say it's Croatia, for just a weekend away, as the title suggests. Um, And, of course, things go wrong. Her friend ends up disappearing after a drunken night, and she's just basically trying to piece together exactly what happened to the friend, what she happened because she um, blacked out and doesn't remember exactly what happened. And so throughout the course, it's just like an hour and 40 minute movie. It's so very quick throughout that course of the movie. She's just putting the pieces together and slowly remembering things that occurred. It had a lot of good twists and turns. I admit, I kind of figured out what exactly happened once they thought they figured out what happened. I kind of knew where it was going to go, but it was still an awesome ending. I thought it was a really good um um, fast-paced thriller. I definitely recommend it. Um, you know, Leighton Meester, I've liked her since Gossip Girl. Um, I've even liked when she was doing music. I, you know, I have some of her songs on my iPod. So I definitely would give it um, a watch. So for that, I would give it um, three and a half wine corks as well. It's just a good, quick movie to watch um, um, when, you know, you're just hanging out and chilling on a on a Saturday. So this past Sunday, we had another award show, um, this time the Independent Spirit Awards. This is the precursor to the Academy Awards, a.k.a. the Oscars. So we thought we'd go over the um, the winners and let you know um, what took home the prizes. So first up, for Best Feature, we have The Lost Daughter. Um, that starred um, Dakota Johnson. It was directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. If you guys remember, um, if you were listening um, two episodes ago, I want to say, Rochelle talked about how she did watch this and she found it quite strange, but overall she did like it. So, hey, apparently other people agreed with her, so I might have to give in and watch it myself. Um, then Maggie Gyllenhaal also won for Best Director for The Lost Daughter, so that's awesome. Um, Best First Feature went to Seven Days. Best Supporting Female went to Ruth Nega for the show Passing. This is a movie I do want to see as well. Um, Best Screenplay went to The Lost Daughter um, and screenplay writer Maggie Gyllenhaal. So she also wrote the screenplay for that as well as directed. Best Female Lead went to Taylor Page from Zola. That is a movie I have been curious to see since it first premiered out here at Sundance. So um, I will have to definitely give that one a watch as soon as I can. Um, Then we have Best Male Lead went to Simon Rex for Red Rocket. I can't believe how far Simon has come since his MTV VJ days. That's awesome. He's getting some recognition as an actor. Again, so that means it's something else I need to check out. I'm missing out something on Simon Rex. Then for Best Supporting Male, we have Troy Kotzer from the movie Coda. Um, That is another movie Rochelle mentioned she watched about um, the main cast that is um, deaf and communicating through sign language. So I'm going to have to give that a watch as well. Um, Best New Scripted Series went to Reservation Dogs. Um, I remember I was talking about that um, being a release a month or so ago, and it's on Hulu. It's not a show I was interested in, but that's that's cool. Apparently, it's um, getting good reviews to win this award. 
Um, then we have Best First Screenplay went to the movie Pig. That was the movie that starred Nicolas Cage. And also that was something that Rochelle had seen. She wasn't a fan of the movie. She didn't like how it ended. She thought it was just very, very weird. But hey, another award won for it. Then we have Best Documentary went to Summer of Soul by Quest Love. That is a documentary I'd actually forgotten about. I still want to watch it on Hulu, I believe. Ooh, so I'm going to have to get to it. I'm a little behind on so many things, you guys. So many things, you know, I've said that I'm behind on. But what do you do? <laughs> and then finally, um, the John Cassavetes Reward went to Shiva Baby. Um, this is a movie I noticed is available to watch on Netflix. Um, so I might have to give that a whirl. Give that a whirl. Um, I don't know much about it. Um, but hey, if it's winning these Independent Spirit Awards, there must be something worth looking there. So if you guys have seen any of these winners or um, yourself watched the Spirit, Inter Ind Spirit Independent Awards, um, let us know what you thought of them yourself. But there's looks like there's a, a bunch of interesting choices out there for us to watch and catch up on. Nothing it looks like that um, was also nominated except for Lost Daughter for some Oscar awards. So... Can't really judge on that um, who's going to take home the Oscars based on these winners. But anyway, it was, that's that's cool to know. Thanks so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this solo edition of our Movies, Munchies, and Moscato podcast. Next week, we will not have an episode because I will then be on vacation. But no worries. In two weeks' time, both Rochelle and I will be back together, bringing you plenty of giggles, outright laughter, news, entertainment, and all the things in between. So... Please stick around, subscribe, you know, give us a look or listen at our um, Instagram at movies underscore munchies underscore Moscato. And we will definitely see you next time. Thanks so much.